her, his wife came up to me at a, at a fire and, and said, is your mission more important than your family? Mm. And, and that was that was the question, right? You know, it was, and, and I thought about it for a moment and I paused. I'm like, okay, I know what the, the correct answer is, mm-hmm. but I also know what's in my heart. And, and I said, no, I'm like, my, my, my mission is more important than my family. And, and you could like just see this like gasp for a moment. And, and then we got into what that conversation was. Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves. So sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Success. I'm here with a special returning guest, my buddy Yannick Silva. Uh, awesome human. If you're not sure who he is, you need to look back to the other episode that we did and tune into that. And you also need to hop on our 2022 Abundant Youth Summit and see the awesome masterclass that he did on journaling in there over in the bonus content. But why we're here today actually is because uh, Yannick is a founder and intergalactic channeler of magic for the Mavericks community, which I'm honored to be a member of. Um, and we got an email from Yannick, uh, I think it was a few weeks ago now, right? That you, you sent the email? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yes, a few weeks ago. And when I read it, I got all the feels. I was like, yo, dude, we need to get you back on the podcast just to talk about this. So why don't you reintroduce yourself to the people that haven't met you yet and haven't had the chance to go back to the other episode. And then let's dive into this awesome topic. Yeah, so I'll I'll be super brief. Uh, You know, what I really stand for is how do we nudge the consciousness of the world by just a little bit, by one degree, using the leverage of business. And, And with Maverick, we're all about growth, impact, and fun and and so how do we bring entrepreneurs to the table who want to grow themselves, grow their business, make a difference in the world individually through their companies, collectively using our collective brain power and resources, and then have some fun in the process. You know, let's work on serious issues, but not take each other so seriously. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And uh, you've got a couple of really cool um, pieces of content out there. You've got Evolved Enterprise, which is an amazing book, but right there on the shelf, we'll make sure we pop a link to that in the show notes. You've also got an amazing journal, which I have the most fun with um, playing with, reading the sections, doing the exercise and have fun with. Also, I've got to tell you a really fun synchronicity in a sec. You've also got an amazing Oracle card deck, which I love to play with in the mornings. It's the one I've got here in the office. So we'll pop some links to those in the show notes for people to take a look at. However, before we get into the serious stuff, which isn't so serious because we don't take each other seriously, on the 11th of February, I pulled out the deck and I got yep. card 11. Nice. Which then said in 11 days. Oh, say right. Yes say yes to anything. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It's 22. That's right. Two, two, two. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing this uh, recording on a very auspicious special date. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So stay open on the to 11, else I got is... card 11. Say yes yeah. to everything on the day where we've got all the twos. So I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah. Well, that's a really special, interesting one too. And, uh, you know, let's talk about that for a quick second and then hop into mm-hmm. our topic, which is, mm-hmm. you know, we've been discussing this notion of two choices, one planet. 
and, mm-hmm. and this idea that there's really two choices that you're seeing and even more so for entrepreneurs, leaders, change makers, everyone. And the choices are business as usual, whatever that means for you. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what, where it's gotten you to where you are or whatever choice number two is. And it's a way of stewarding the planet. It's a way of creating greater intention with, with what you're doing with your work. It's about it being open to co-creation, being open to collaborating more, being, um, you know, I, I'll even have some more unusual topics like bring, let's bring spirit to the to the table, like have a board meeting and bring spirit to the table, whatever that means for you or your mm-hmm. invisible counsel or whatever that, that is. But, but new ways of doing things, because as we all can really feel into the old ways, oh, not exactly like working. Yeah. yeah, and that's a good thing. It means that mm-hmm. that we're ready for for something new. Something new. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading the book. Um, my book this week is Bitcoin Standard. Okay. And it's going through the evolution of different forms of money and how they've not really lasted, and it's basically showing why the current economic system isn't going to work anymore, and how it's just history repeating itself over and over and over and over again. And so it's really interesting to see um, so much evidence out there that is undeniable about the fact that we we do have to do something different because yeah what's not what's been is not working to the point of destruction it's not even like oh that didn't work let's try something else like it's not working at all we need to do something different exactly yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah brilliant so um anyway <laughs> there was the segue guys <laughs> there was the segue um so in this article you said something that I first heard about as a concept. Um, the basketball player, Steph Curry, uh, I think he's Golden State Warriors. I don't know if he's moved. Um, him and his wife were, took a lot of heat a little while ago because they were like, we put ourselves first. Like, we put ourselves first, the kids come second. Like, our relationship comes first. And people are like, oh, my God, you don't put in, what about the children? Like, hey, you can't say that. You can't, you can't say you can't. that. And they were like, yeah, but if our relationship isn't full if we're not pouring into each other then what have we got for the kids if we've got resentment because i don't feel loved or she doesn't feel loved or he doesn't feel loved and like what have we got left for the kids if because we haven't made sure that that foundation of our marriage our relationship isn't locked down then who knows what will happen to the relationship and then kids have got a broken home and then you shared something that you read in will smith's book right which had a similar concept, but instead of it about being the romantic relationship, it's about your mission or your purpose and what you're here to do. So why don't you dive a little bit into that and let's just chop that up. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, because it's a big topic. And and so mm-hmm. I had written an article a couple of years ago when we did a trip uh, to Sweden to the Ice Hotel. And it started from a conversation that I had from one of our Maverick members' wives. So Maverick members are all CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, uh, and who you know are doing something bigger in the world and want that kind of support. And, and so her, his wife came up to me at a, at a fire and, and said, is your mission more important than your family? Mm. And, and that was, that was the question, right? You know, it was, and, and I thought about it for a moment and I paused, I'm like, okay, I know what the, the correct answer is, mm-hmm. but I also know what's in my heart. And, and I said, no, I'm like, my, my, my mission is more important than my family. And, and you could like, just see this like gasp for a moment. And, and then we got into what that conversation was. And mm-hmm. then I, I reposted, re-updated this article because I read the book um, Will by Will Smith. And I really, really loved it. I thought he did a great job in there. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I pulled out this quote that I wrote in my journal, which is, 
he said, there's a secret conversation that always seems to arise. And he's talking about other entrepreneurs and creatives and, and leaders. And it's, mm -hmm. and the conversation is how can we fully pursue and realize our vision while at the same time, cultivating love, a thriving family and fulfilling relationships. Here's mm -hmm. the harsh reality for anyone who loves a dreamer. Everything comes second to the dream. The attainment of the dream became an act of survival. In my darkest nights, my dreams saved my life. It was my light, my food, my vision of brighter days sustained me. It was my whole purpose. Mm -hmm. So that was like, I'm getting goosebumps actually like rereading it, thinking into it because it's, it's huge. It's like, you know, the, the people that have these big dreams and if they're listening to this show, that means you're probably, you probably have a big dream and, and, you know, there, there's always other people that want you to tamper it down in some way. Uh, but it's only by fulfilling and pursuing that dream. Can you fully realize what you're meant to be doing? And then the real secret is how do you incorporate the rest of your world into that? So mm -hmm. it's not to the exclusion of your friends and family. It's not to the exclusion of your kids. It's not to, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, how do we incorporate that into this 360 um, and into this fullness? And that that's really what, you know, what, what I talk into in, in this concept. But it's not about, okay, let's let's put family first because a lot of people will give lip service to this. As you know, <laughs> yeah. I put my family first. Yeah. And it's Ish. like, <laughs> right. But, but I'm, you know, I'm doing all this to, you know, for my family, I'm working until, you know, nine o'clock <laughs> at night for my family. I'm, but you know, what happens is those relationships suffer. And then at the time when you're like, who knows whenever you've quote unquote made it and you're like, okay, kids, I'm ready to, you know, hang out. They're like, who are you? Know you bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's, uh, you know, that with that song, the cats in the cradle or whatever is a really good representation of that in some way. But, but it's, uh, it's also about being fully present, right? Like if you're going to be, let's just take kids for instance, and, and you have, uh, you know, you have young ones. So it's like really nice opportunity to really start, at an early age, it's like, okay, being fully present means being fully there. It's like, am I taking mm -hmm. a work call while I'm trying to play with my, my, my son or daughter, or am I mm -hmm. actually fully there? And mm -hmm. at the same time at work, am I feeling guilty that I'm working instead of, you know, actually putting my full self into what my work is. So it's, it's like, mm -hmm. it, it goes both ways there. Yeah. And I think the thought that comes to me is people think that something coming first means that something else has to be negated to nothingness it's like you can have it all but let's be real like my mom's got five kids right we all know she's got favorites because it's me right but it, it doesn't mean that she doesn't love the other children right it doesn't it doesn't mean that she doesn't love the other children you know my siblings get loved but I think sometimes when we think, oh my God, if I put the mission first, I'm gonna like leave. No, I, I feel that it's when you are not chasing a vision, you're not hunting or killing it, you're in harmony with it. It actually fills you up and gives you more resources to deal with the rest of it. So like I've just recently instigated that Mondays and Fridays, I don't take meetings, which is really funny because I was speaking to Bacosi that we were chatting the other day. She's like, mm -hmm. oh, we're working three days. I'm like, oh my God, I've just gone to three days <laughs> as well. It's like Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. I take calls, I do things. Monday, I have like two calls I do in the afternoon, but it's like four o'clock and five o'clock. But during that day, if I don't want to do anything, yeah, I don't have to. If I've got, you know, I want to do some admin stuff or whatever, and the same with Friday. Friday, I've got one thing I do at nine o'clock in the morning, which I can do from home. 
It's just a piece of content that I record with my buddy. And then the rest of the day, I keep it, I keep it clean. And then again, all my podcasts now are all in one week. So I get to pour myself fully into my purpose. And then it leaves me space to breathe into, to be fully present for my family. But the priority is going to be the mission because if anything pulls me away from the mission, there's going to be resentment there. Right. There's going to that, be that that's the, that's the key word, resentment. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's what builds up. And, and it's also about expectations. And, yeah. you, know, you know, let's say, let's say if you are married and then it's mm-hmm. your, your spouse realizing that this, you know, this is bigger than just you two or, or whatever it is you need to. And by, by not um, adequately explaining it or, or sharing mm-hmm. it, then, then that does build up. That, that, that kind of resentment, but, but showing how they're a part of all of it, right? Like if, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, so if my mission is to change the way business is played, then that means that it's affecting the families of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And, and so we ran, you know, a family event for several years that incorporates kids and teaching them about entrepreneurship. So it's like, how do we, again, bring them all into that bigger mission? Um, something that they can be a part of and, and see, because otherwise they're going to feel neglected in some way, or if it's mm-hmm. like a, you know, dad or mom is, only, you know, at work or, or this is, you know, they, they have their phone constantly glued to their ear, then mm-hmm. they're going to feel, they're also going to feel resentment. So it's like uh, allowing that, that demarcation point, also that expectation to, to, for them to see, okay, this, this is what it's about mm-hmm. and, uh, and how it includes them, I think is, is a big part of it. It sounds to me like we're, we're kind of talking about communication and boundaries. So not allowing work to bleed into the home, not allowing home to bleed into work also, but having proper lines of communication as a family, um, setting those expectations, but also ensuring that energy is poured into showing love, whether it's, you know, sitting down and understanding what are the love languages in my household, right? Whether it's having dedicated time. So generally speaking, Saturday is like family day. I Mm -hmm. rarely do anything. Maybe I'll do like a little bit in the morning, but we make sure that we do something as a family on Saturday. For the most part, I do my best to wrap work by six o'clock. During podcast week, like this week, I get more time to play because normally I'm away for it. But yeah, I tend to finish work at six. We come, we have dinner together and we have family day. And that's like a set, almost staple, yeah, cordoned off boundary from work into home. Yeah. But it gives me all of this space to pour myself fully into my mission and to give it and not have the distraction of home. And then I can come home and not have the distraction of work. Right. Yeah, that's that's really, really powerful. And, and you have to decide, you know, what what are you willing to do? Right. Where are the boundaries? What are, are those pieces? Because it's very difficult to say work can't bleed into family these days mm-hmm. because everything is <laughs> so intermeshed. It, it, but but you know you you did a great job saying okay these are the hours that you know and and yeah. and the, you know the people I, I love the most are like okay the phone goes off at this time or whatever the yeah. case is or or mm-hmm. and and that's really important and I remember very early on I I wanted to be the kind of leader that helped make a difference in the world but also had a great relationship with my family mm-hmm. and so that requires you you know deciding what is the harmony I love harmony you know, instead yeah. of a life, work life balance I, I like that. Yeah idea of harmony as you said Anthony Trucks talks about that yeah and harmony yeah and harmony harmony is such a great word but but also deciding right like so I remember we had a trip it was over my daughter's fourth birthday right Mm -hmm. she was never going to remember that I was there or not there but I would remember (laughs) and and I always made a point that I was going to be at 
the kids' activities at school because I worked at home. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, reschedule calls or I'm going to do whatever because I want to be there. Um, You know, even this weekend, I rescheduled things because it was my son who's now 16. I've had the privilege of helping coach his hockey team since he was four. And it's an amazing opportunity to just be there and spend time. But for my daughter, when she was at four, four year old birthday party, it was a safari at Richard Branson's safari. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to miss that part. I'm going to be there for her. And it wasn't like me feeling resentment because I made the choice and I, I wanted to be there. And then I wanted to be fully present, not feeling like, oh, what's going on there? What are the pictures? What's And it was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go fly over there after and then go meet them and then go do the rest of it, which was a World mm-hmm. Cup uh, experience. Mm-hmm. So. Beautiful. It's like Beautiful. pour yourself fully into whatever you are, but also make that decision, but make it out of uh, a pure heart, pure choice. Yeah. Otherwise, there's going to be resentment sitting behind exactly. it. Oh, look, I'm here at the birthday, but I dropped Yeah, yeah. Here. Look at me. I get credit for this, but <laughs> I don't think I even <laughs> told my anyone. I didn't tell anyone even, you know, my wife, Missy, knew, but no one else knew that oh, I could have mm-hmm. been in South Africa on this on the safari. I wasn't going to be like, hey, look at me. I'm here. You know, give me credit yeah. for for being here. Now, I guess I told people now it's, you know, 10 years later. So, <laughs> but but, now we're past the statute of limitations. Yeah, right? okay, good. <laughs> so the, yeah, the other thing I'll, I'll bring up, Dan, before the next yeah. question, because I think this is a good one, so Richard remind me of it, is, you know, I had the chance to now, you know, hang out with him quite a bit, and then also mm-hmm. some other really extraordinary people and what they've done. So I've asked him a lot about the family thing. Mm-hmm. And, and what he said, the very best thing that he's ever done was buying Necker Island. Now, you know, mm-hmm. not all of us can afford to buy an island, yeah. but also the founder of Amway talked in a very similar way. Rich DeVos, who talked about buying a yacht, was the best mm-hmm. thing they ever did as a family because now all the family trips were on that yacht. Or you know, for Richard, the the, the kids family bring trips. their family over to oh, Necker and so forth. So he created this space, this mm-hmm. I don't know, this, this walled garden in a way, right? Where where all the kids wanted to bring their friends as well. So now they were all together. And, and of course, you know, that may or may not be possible for everyone, but there's probably a lot more possibility than you believe. And this is where you're amazing at, but there are more ways of figuring something like that out where, whether mm-hmm. it's a place that is a timeshare or a, you know, mm-hmm. an investment property or whatever it is, or, or a center that you buy for particular wealth building, or who knows, you just rent the same place every, every year, who cares, but it's mm-hmm. big enough that, that you, you want to bring, you know, the kids want to bring others and and create that space so that's one idea well the thing is that my next question was going to be you get to connect and network and have good relationships with <laughs> a lot of you know top entrepreneurs in the world how do they deal with it and synchronicity of course that's what yeah. you actually spoke into well i'll give you one more way you know that richard mm-hmm. talked about because very early he was very intermeshed like he was living on this houseboat the kids lived there and they would just mm-hmm. see him you know doing the deals taking the meetings all these things mm-hmm. but so they grew up being a part of it he would ask them for advice uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting thing. And he still does that to this day. He'll ask mm. lots of people for advice on different things. And but he that's really wants to know. superpowers though, right? Isn't it? Yeah. But, but he'll ask the kids. He'll, you know, yeah. as they were growing <laughs> up, they were, they were treated like adults and, and included in the conversation. And, you know, a lot of times I will let them know about things and I'll be like, well, you know, what would you do here? Or, or just mm-hmm. you know, get, get there because now they're going to feel more involved in mm. what you're doing and, and what your mission is. Now, of course they give me a hard time. They make fun of me. Like, you know, they'll, they'll talk <laughs> about, like, they're like, remember that time that we asked daddy what he's thinking about in Starbucks. And, and they're like, ah, oh, he was just talking about consciousness and, and, the world. and so that, you know, they give me a, a big hard time about it, but, but you know, they, they think it's 
funny-ish. Mm. But I think much of the point of like these things, I think when you're committed, and this is, you know, bringing the consciousness into the conversation and evolving this conversation around enterprise, see what I did there. Um, <laughs> when you set the intention, the way starts to appear, but setting the intention is the same, I want this, setting the intention is committing heart, body, soul to that outcome, the way can start to appear. Um, like I had a rich, I think I've had a, a private island on my list, my 50 list for easily 15 years, easily 15 years. I've wanted to go to Necker ever since I first heard about it. Thanks to you, I'm getting to go. Yeah, it's just it, a, it, it really soon. Yep. Yeah, yeah, really, really soon. In fact, I'm booking my flights next week um, nice. to go across. And, and I was saying, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to. And, you know, the vision included not just, oh, I'd love to have an island, like actively shopping. I go island shopping once a week. I've been doing that for God knows how long, at least, well, at least three times a month, I go island shopping online and, okay, you know, how could I make this work? Oh, you, that, that could be an investment probably. And then a friend of mine calls me up six weeks ago, her and her husband, they're selling all their stuff up in Canada. Um, they've left Canada already. They're selling all their stuff up. They want to put together a crowdfund, like yeah. four or five of us ship in, and grab an island off the coast of Belize. It's going to be like oh, 150, a couple hundred grand each. But it's like a manageable. Well, that's pretty good. And then we have it for like X amount of time of the year. But we can do retreats on there. We can. Use yeah, it I love it. And it's like, what was this thing that I've been dreaming about? The commitment to it, you know, making the investment to come down and go to something that resembles what I want to do and being the energy of it. And then the way starts appearing. It's really awesome how that works out, I think. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's mm -hmm. that, that commitment. It's, uh, it, it's all of that, you know, as you know, it's just that, that attraction bring, brings that in. And, mm -hmm. and, um, it, it's, it's so, you know, so I'll, I'll bring this back to another kind of lesson where, so I like adventure and I like unique experiences. And, mm -hmm. and many years ago I did this halo skydive and, mm -hmm. and I think you'll see where I'm going in just a moment, which was this, this, uh, you, you dive from 30,000 feet out of an airplane. So that's the cruising altitude of a jet, right? Like, you know, next time you're on a regular airplane, just look out and be like, ah, let's just jump out for a <laughs> reason. And you have to, uh, you know, have an uh, oxygen mask and get all the nitrogen out of your bloodstream because you can get the bends just like in scuba diving. So if you, yeah. you know, so anyway, it's like a two and a half minute free fall or whatever. It's a pretty extreme skydiving yeah. thing. I've done 15,000 and that, yeah, was, that's, that, that's was, awesome. that was solid enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my friend calls me up. He's like, dude, he's like, you have little kids. What are you doing? And, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, actually, that's, you know, one of the reasons I'm doing it. I want them to see me living my life mm -hmm. and, and, and be an example, not to say I waited or I, you know, because of you, I didn't do this. And, mm -hmm. and, and I want to be that example. And so just like you, you know, them maybe seeing you island shopping or being included in it, be like, hey, you know, and, and I know you think maybe a little one. bit too young right now for it, but so it's <laughs> funny because Zoe, my daughter, has always like loved, you know, she loves Necker Island, right? Like love, mm -hmm. love, loves. And she, in fact, you know, even tried to trick Richard into uh, selling her Necker and, you know, that's a story for the other day. <laughs> but she's like, you know, I want this zip line here and I want, you know, grow sugar cane here. And she has all these visions. And so mm -hmm. funny enough, you know, we were talking to people about other retreat properties. And so uh, we, we were actually talking about islands way back and then we looked into it. So you and I have to have a conversation about it. Yeah. But, but we're like, okay, well, you know, this place in Costa Rica could be it. And I started getting her involved and, mm -hmm. and she's like, oh my gosh, I could do this. And, I, and, and so it's like, how do you bring in their dream? But then they can see something come from just not just talking, but then hopefully turn into something. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's really a powerful lesson of, 
you know, when, when you live your life to the fullest, it allows them and gives them permission to also live their life to the fullest. I think it's important for us to remember, and I think this is a cool place to sort of bring wrap this up because we did want this to be a bite-sized episode. By the way, guys, if you're loving this, make sure to subscribe, share this with an entrepreneur who could do with a little bit more harmony or could just be inspired by this conversation. And again, like I said, we're going to pop some links in the show notes. Check out Yannick's book, check out his journal, check out his Oracle deck. You will not be upset about it. But yeah, just this, um, this whole idea of the fact that when we really, really show up fully in who and what we are, we're gonna be setting an example in how we're being because like Ethan's got like certain words that he says now, he's 14 months, he's got words that he says, he's got little things like he says goodbye, he's learned to play chase. My big sister was here with her husband from the UK just last week. They were playing chase, even like his whole thing of playing peekaboo. Like we didn't sit down and give him an instruction manual they learn by what they observe. They're almost energetically taking the imprint of who and what they're going to be from the environment around them. And that's what creates a unique individual. What we say isn't what's gonna be the example to our kids and to our nephews and our nieces and our cousins and others. It's how we're showing up. And when we're showing up in the energy of fully expressing ourselves, being fully a steward of the mission that's been given to us by the divine, I, don't, I think there's no better example that we can set than that. No, I, I agree. And, and letting them catch us doing things like reading instead of being on our phone or doing mm-hmm. yoga or, you know, whatever it is, right? Whatever mm-hmm. is part of those daily fullest mm-hmm. expressions of, of, of who you are. But then also seeing projects come together, like, you know, Zach, who's my son, uh, who's 16 now, a couple of years ago in Necker, we had a project to sink an old World War II ship, merge mm-hmm. it into an artificial art reef, and then have this big, gigantic sculpture on top of it of a, of a kraken. Mm-hmm. And so he was there to hear the ideas and hear the things, you know, and it's like, you know, people throw around ideas. And then the next year he sees the thing actually developed and we have the sinking party. Like, oh, you know, nice. that's going to stick around in some way. It'd be like, okay, you, we can take something that's an idea or a dream and then turn it into something real. Mm. You can do that too. Amazing. 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 Well, thanks so much for stopping in. I know you're a busy man running around changing the world. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, been awesome to hang out. I'm going to go off and do some more saying yes, because it's the There you go. That's right. Today's the yes day. Yes day. Um, <laughs> again, guys, be sure to subscribe. Check out the links um, for the book, Evolved Enterprise, the journal, and also the Oracle deck. Again, they are awesome. I use them every single day. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangana, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.